This is the Unity Community of Central Oregon podcast. And we want to welcome you all here on a beautiful Sunday morning. It's an honor to be here. And we have our local band, Soul Shine, ready to sing a song. Good morning, Unity. As the rules here, we don't sing from our seat, we sing from our feet, so up, up, up to Daisy. I can't believe I just said up to Daisy, Eric. <laughs> it's like a Harry Belafonte song. Up, up, up to Daisy. Okay, okay. So we're going to teach you a new song. Yay. Here you go. It's, spirit is in this. Spirit is in this place. That is the most words you have to know of this song. Spirit is in this. Spirit is in this place. And it goes something like this. Eric, I want you to lead this one, okay? Give it up to 
It's so beautiful singing with everyone. That was one of the reasons I came to Unity was for that. And I hope everyone at home is singing along too. Now we have the fabulous Claire for celebrations. celebrations I have one quick if you guys all got that little flyer that I made up this morning with just upcoming things if you did not get one they're out there or we'll get the greeters will get but one of the things it says Dave and I had an awesome chat the other day and he was really conveying like to him he said soul shine isn't about coming up here and performing it is about connecting with spirit it is about connecting with the message and enhancing the spirit and just and giving us that inspiration that we need each week, right? And so those of you that feel called to, if you would like to help be up here with chance, come at 9, 10. And it can be, you can just, you don't have to be a great singer. You just have to want to do it, right? And most of us white folk are not, we've been trained that if we are not amazing singers and amazing dancers, then we should just stay back and, and if we're not perfect about it, right? We just say, oh, let, let's let the people who are good at that do that. That's no. Like just, who cares? if You know what one of the most amazing things as a parent, right, is to embarrass your kids with your dance moves. Like, you know, so who cares if, you, if you're not a great singer? As long as you, the love is coming from behind it, that's all we care about. So I just want to encourage you to try that whenever you feel, if you wake up Sunday morning and say, yeah, I think I'm going to do that, then come on up, but be here at 9, 10, make sure Dave knows that you are here and want to participate in chants, because he's always rehearsing and sometimes doesn't know, so make yourself known, so just make an announcement. Now, I have a special helper this morning for, ch- for celebrations, Elowen, you want to come and help me? And here, I'm going to grab a piece of paper, because I wrote down... Some of our online. So I'm going to read these, and then you're going to help me with the people who are here. So first of all, Dave has a celebration. He is just celebrating family, his biological and extended. So did you have anything you want to add to that? you just feeling, feeling the love today with your family. Oh, that's nice. Okay. Yay. And then Ron Kurtz, who, is, who watches online, he is in Portland celebrating his 83rd birthday today. And he's got three of his six kids celebrating with him and just having the time of his life. I'm sure he's partying down, right? Heather Church is celebrating opportunity and new beginnings. So if any of you know who she is, you might have to check in with her and see what, what that means, because that's all she said. And also a 10-year anniversary. So yay, Heather. And then last one from online, Mary Elizabeth Reese. We want to welcome her. She's been in Bend one month. And so she's watching online. She did her little post on Facebook this morning. Oh, no, she's right here. Oh, you did come. (laughs) I didn't see you there. Welcome. So she's been, welcome, Mary. I know, and she's been a prayer partner with Loma. So you guys were doing prayer before you even arrived, and you were already a part of our community before you even got here. We are so blessed to have you and so thankful that you're here. Yes, thank you. Okay, you want to ask? Who has any celebrations? Ask them. Who has any celebrations? <laughs> you are not shy. What are you doing? Okay, she's. Stand up. Okay. Hi, I'm Becca, and I'm celebrating that last week I went to my first ecstatic dance and was able to enter into a really deep trance-like meditation, which is something that I haven't been able to achieve for years and years. And so I'm celebrating opening up that part of my spirituality again. I'm celebrating. My daughter asked me to celebrate for this. She got the internship she put in for with the county mental health. So she's really excited about that. So congratulate, Grace. Yes, yes. 
She's working the teen mental health hotline. She's working the, she volunteers with the teen helpline too. Yeah, she which is awesome. By the governor's board as one of the four teens who represent Oregon for this mental health 98 hotline. Awesome, Teresa. Man, what a, you've raised just a beautiful daughter. And an excellent cameraman back there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Having quite the cook, too. So. All right, who else has a celebration for us? Okay, Jenny. I have um, three beautiful granddaughters that I've been privileged to uh, be a part of their lives as, as they've grown. And now I have have a beautiful great-grandson who's um, eight months old in, a, in another week, and I got to babysit him by myself for the first time. It was awesome, and he is amazing. He's just beautiful. I feel so blessed. And I am also Gigi, Jane, <laughs> to that bunch. Thank you. To tag on to um, our beautiful, beautiful host here. Um, so in terms of one of my favorite roles in life is being an usher. So if you've heard Claire's uh, invitation to sing and you're still shaking in your boots, um, I will hold your hand through it. And it is a really amazing thing. Once you do it, your whole world opens up. Trust me. She has to go. Oh, oh. Right, there. Oh, right there. You see? Yeah, I got a celebration. I said two. Two. Oh. The, the first one is I get to see Ella today. <laughs> and the second one is I have a great niece and a great great nephew coming to see me from Chicago tomorrow. And that I got a great great nephew is amazing. But anyway, and I'm alive to see it. That's even probably a lot better. Thank you. You do have one now? Okay, she has one now. You have to talk to I'm going to dye my hair soon. What color? Do you know what color yet? You're not decided. Okay. All right, we have one more celebration. So last Monday, my older brother of five years got married to the love of his life. Okay, and back to you, back to you, William. Are you you got to go check your puppies? They're taking a nap. to build community. We're going to pair up, choose someone who you don't live with, and we're going to take a few minutes and discuss what home means to us. What is that feeling of home and and what things we have carried from our childhood into our current homes? I know when I was a child in our bathroom, we had a tiled bathroom that was like this bluish, teal, aquamarine sort of color, and there were seahorses. And for my whole life, I thought that is what a bathroom is supposed to look like. And um, now my bathroom is this kind of off, weird, aquamarine teal color, which is as close as I could get. But it makes me feel good to know that that that's the way it was when I was a kid. And and when I'm in the bathroom, I just feel at home. So, So pick someone hopefully you don't know, and it's a little uncomfortable talking to someone you don't know, but that's the whole point of unity is we open up, we build community, and we're vulnerable, vulnerable enough to be true human beings, and then learn to connect and speak with each other. So pick a partner, and uh, we'll have a few minutes of discussing what home means to us. What I love about where I'm.
That's so pretty, I could just sit here and listen to it. Okay, I I invite you now for a moment to close your eyes. And let's drop down out of the chatter of the interactions we had and settle down into the seat of our soul and feel that heartbeat. And know that right now, Our consciousness is being emanated from a divine, eternal source. That we are animating these bodies from the great mystery that creates lullabies and butterflies and hummingbirds and fairy tales. Love and affection and community. And know that wherever we go, we always have that within us. That we can carry that idea of home and completion, and safety, and sacredness with us wherever we go. And as we sit here right now, we have a whole world going on around us. 
and there are those who are escaping refugees of war and those who are escaping financial collapse and those who are without a home. And there are even those in our local community who are having struggles finding homes. So let's, from this place of completeness and wholeness of the eternal home within us, let us claim that there is a place for everyone. There are solutions to these problems. That grief is temporary and that uncertainty is temporary. And let us hold out for those of us in the community who may be looking for a home now, or those of us from around the world who may be looking for a home now, and claim that there is a solution to this, and send out that love and certainty and hold it within ourselves, and know that our worthiness is not dependent upon a physical location. Our worthiness is eternal, and it exists within us always, and so it is. And now we're going to have, oh, you're going to, okay. I'm a little clumsy. I so appreciate you being willing to step into this space of hosting and, and to be new at it. You know, sometimes we don't, we don't take a chance if we don't know how to do something perfectly. And, and this is a community where you get to learn and grow. Our meditation today is going to be a little bit different. This is a, a children's book. And um, if you know me, you know that I have three grandchildren and I'm obsessive about buying them books because I was a bookworm from maybe birth, I don't know. <laughs> I, it's, it's always been an important part of my life and I, that's what I want to make sure they have as well. And so when I saw this book, I had to buy it, not so much for them but for us because as a welcoming community, it's easy to forget that there are others who are different. They are different in their experience, like people have said about the pandemic. We're all in the same ocean, but we're in different boats. It's not the same experience. And so this book, it's called Wishes, and it's by Mut Tivan. She is a Vietnamese author. And in her own words, she talks about how she was born in 1980 in southern Vietnam. And her family had already been in hiding for several years when she was born. Her father had served in the Navy on the losing side of a long civil war that had ended a few years earlier. The new Vietnamese government was not kind to those who had previously opposed them. She says, we were in hiding so that my father would not be captured and imprisoned where he might then die. Soon after I arrived, my family quietly made our way back to our village. We stayed in a house near my grandfather's house. And my mother and her family began secret preparations for an oceanic voyage to Hong Kong. Almost no one knew we were leaving until the moment we left. On the night of our departure, every one of the 22 passengers aboard our boat left behind a child, a spouse, a parent, a grandparent, or a sibling. Some we never saw again, including my grandfather. We left streets and neighborhoods that were as familiar as the lines on our hands. We left customs and traditions that had been handed down for generations. We left communities that had shared in our joys and sorrows. We left our world pursuing and hoping for a better one. During our weeks-long voyages at sea, we ran out of gas, we ran out of food, and we hit a storm so terrible it almost ended our journey and our lives. Some of our relatives lost their young children while making the same journey. Fortunately, 
everyone on our journey survived, and we even rescued four refugees stranded on the island of Hainan. In the waters near Hong Kong, our boat was spotted by the local Coast Guard. We were eventually brought to a refugee camp where we stayed for almost a year before we found asylum and a new home in the United States. More refugees are made every day, not only from local violence and persecution, but increasingly from catastrophic natural disasters and climate change effects. It's not always easy to decide whom to help and when, but I think it is easy to open our hearts and do what we can when we can. Sometimes that means sharing what we don't need, whether it's food, clothing, or room. Sometimes that means volunteering as a language tutor, a guide, or a driver. Sometimes that means demonstrating to show support and solidarity. And sometimes that means petitioning to change laws and policies. Sometimes doing what we can just means saying hello. I wish only for a safer, kinder, fairer, and more beautiful world. I hope you'll join me in this wish. Together we can make it come true. So as we go through this story, what I am inviting you to do, and I'm putting it in as the meditation, is really open your hearts to the experience of someone else whose experience may not be yours. But probably most of us at some point have had to leave a home. We have perhaps been in a new place where we didn't know anyone. We have perhaps been in circumstances where we were unsure what would happen. We may have felt alone and scared. Maybe we've even had our lives at risk. And so in the meditation, what I'm inviting is for you to open your hearts, and the pictures will be on the screen, so this is an open-eyed meditation, where we just recognize that there is no other out there. All these experiences are part of the human heart, which is our true home. And as we live in our hearts, we create home for others as well as for ourselves. So this book is called Wishes, My Mut Ki Van. The night wished it was quieter. The bag wished it was deeper. The light wished it was brighter. The dream wished it was longer. clock wished it was slower. The path wished it was shorter. The boat wished it was bigger. The sea wished it was calmer. The sun wished it was cooler. The heart wished it was stronger. The home 
wished it was closer. And I wished. I didn't have to wish. anymore. So I invite you to just close your eyes and take that in.
Is this home? Is this where I should learn to be happy? Never dreamed that a home could be dark and cold. I was told every day in my childhood, even when we grow old, home would be where the heart is. Never were words so true. My heart's Far away, home is too. Is this home? Is this what I must learn to believe in? Try to find something good in this tragic place, just in case. I should stay here forever, held in this empty space. Oh, but that won't be easy. I know the reason why. My heart's far, far away. Home's a It can change again. Build higher walls around me. Change every lock and key. Nothing lasts. Nothing holds all of me. My heart's far, far away. actually came from the soundtrack for Beauty and the Beast. And so you're probably all familiar enough with that storyline to know that Belle ended up living with the Beast. And it was very uncomfortable for her in the beginning. He was not a sweet companion, to say the least. And if you think about that from our own experiences, as um, William Wordsworth said, we come streaming trails of glory from another dimension. We come into this human form knowing something else. We come here knowing home, with home being our source. And then we come into this experience of physicality. And for some of us, 
it's in many ways an overlay on what we knew with Source because we are welcomed into a family where we are so loved, so cradled. And for others of us, we are welcomed, or not, into a family, or a lack thereof, where there is abuse, where there is neglect, where there is so much struggle, perhaps because of poverty, where there is an experience like the author talked about in that book, where we have to leave our homes and we, we don't have anything that we feel like we can latch on to physically. And we have to discover through this process who we are and where is home. If you were born into an environment where it wasn't warm and welcoming, then the subject of home is more challenging. You have to reach deep into your soul to find it. But even, even if you had an upbringing that wasn't a great upbringing, I'll bet there is something There is something in there that you could reach in and find. One book that I was reading, the author talked about how she did not have a good childhood, but the one thing she remembered was her mother frying these treats that were dough, and she'd put cinnamon and sugar on them after they were fried, and the smell of that was so wonderful. And for a moment... In her childhood, all was well. And it was that smell that triggered the knowing of that. So even though everything else wasn't very good, she had that. So that's one reason that I asked you to think about, what did you bring from your childhood? What do you still find you have here, whether it's a collection, like in my case I have an art glass collection that reminds me of a collection that my grandparents had. And that's where my love of it began. I love having people over for dinner. And a big, I I can fit, I can squeeze 12 around the table, but I can fit 10 comfortably. And I love having people over. Some of you have been to my home, and and now that we're getting past the pandemic, more of you will get to be, because it's so important to me. But I grew up as one of eight kids. And so there was always a lot of people around the table. We didn't have to invite friends over for that to happen. And so for me, my sense of home involves a lot of people. But that might not be true for you. And so we have, we have these ideas of what makes home. Home is a place where we feel safe, right? But we may have had to struggle to get that feeling if we weren't safe when we were raised. But now... In our adulthood, what we're learning is that we are not dependent on the circumstances. That's the spiritual teaching we have here at Unity, right? We're not determined by our circumstances. We have everything from source, and we are that expression. So home is not outside of me. Home is what I radiate and create here in this world. So if my idea of home is that it's welcoming, then that's what I radiate into the world. If my idea of home is that it's safe, then that's what I radiate into the world. And that is, So each one of us has to decide for ourselves, what is it that makes me feel that, ah, 
I'm home. And then become a distributor of that. It's not something we look to find outside of ourselves. It's something that we find from within and give to the world. It's all there. It's all there inside of us. Think about what it is for you. Where are the warmth? Where's the warmth that you had in your home? And where do you give that now? For those of us who are looking for a home, it can be very scary, especially whether it's in a market like Bend, where homes that are affordable are hard to find, or it's like in the story where people are coming from another country that is not safe. People do not typically leave their homes because they've got a great home. People, in, I mean, as refugees, people leave because either there was a natural disaster or there is violence there and they are not safe. And they take a chance that there is an opportunity somewhere. They are willing to risk their lives to find that because deep inside there is a knowing There is a knowing that home, safe home, exists because it exists inside of us. And so when we pray with others who are looking for a home or if we are the one who is looking for a home, it has to start here in the heart. You've You've heard that saying, home is where the heart is, right? Start in the heart. Be in your heart. If you're praying for someone else, don't focus on, oh my gosh, the market in Bend is so awful, or the trip across the ocean, or across the border, or wherever that's so perilous. Don't focus on that. Focus on your heart. Focus on the love and the light that is there, and let that expand, and as it expands... Be immersed in the feeling of home is everywhere. And if you need the the house, if you're that person, say to yourself, I am in the middle of home. I am immersed in home. I can never be away from home because home is right here. And if you're praying with someone else who's looking for it, and we have... I can think of at least 10 in our community who are in that transition place looking for home. As we pray with them, let us hold this knowing that the the heart, whether it's the heart in the individual or the heart of our spiritual community, that that extends and there are no boundaries to it. There are no borders to cross. There are no people that are excluded. The heart reaches all, and all are within it. And so we see a day when there are no people who are houseless, unless that's their choice. We see a day when everyone in our community knows They have a place here. There are no spare parts because we all know we are essential. It does not serve anyone for us to go into misery and worry and think about the problem. There are actions that we do need to take but they need to come from this inspired place inside of us where we are home. It's just like you get your best ideas in the shower, right? 
You know, when you're home and you're relaxed and all is well. And then, oh yeah, and this, this challenge that you were dealing with, suddenly you have an answer for it. The same is true here. If we're going to be helpful allies to people who are struggling right now in some way, those ideas of how to be allies come from inside of us. They don't come just like if someone is drowning. You don't go into the ocean and drown beside them so that they don't feel alone. That is not helpful. The same is true here. We don't join them in worry. They have enough of their own. We hold the high watch. We go into a place of peaceful knowing that home is everywhere. And they are in it. There's a line in the Bible, in my father's house there are many mansions. And that does not mean just suck it up while you're here because there'll be a heaven later. That's not what that means. It means it's talking about dimensions. There are many dimensions to home. But it starts here in the heart. In the heart of the divine. And we are that. And when we know it, there is a house for each of us in that heart. So I'm going to invite you to take a couple of minutes and just close your eyes and let that sink in and then we'll, we'll have some music on the other side of that reflection.
time of offering, if we could have the ushers bring the baskets up. This is our opportunity to sustain and support the principles that we believe in, that these principles may go out to become more beautiful than we could ever have imagined. And we'll imagine these baskets being filled, overflowing, blessed to go out and do good work. And we'll walk around and pass those. Thank you. I just want to say thank you. Thank you. I just want to say thank you for it all. Thank you for it all. Thank you for it all. I got gratitude in my heart. I got gratitude in my soul. I just want to say thank you. And there's a message there on the screen for that. And now for the prosperity blessing. Of pure spirit within us, we bless these gifts. We send them forth to heal, bless, and prosper. They are evidence of our faith and belief. They do good work in the community. And return to us multiplied abundantly, and so it is. And now announcements. We do have a men's group coming up, Jim, that's coming up Thursday. And then we have... And we have Ananda, who's a soulful singer-songwriter with concerts coming up, and that information is on our website. And then we have Sylvia. Well, I look like this because I'm literally straight from the dog agility trial, and I'm delighted to note Freya was not the worst dog. (laughs) I was was expecting she would be. It's her first time, so that was super fun. So um, I want to announce that Jane and I and several others have a real interest in becoming more active in the social justice aspect in our community, and specifically starting with the houselessness issue. Uh, I have twice in my life experienced houselessness, and the stress of it is unbelievable. And there are now some options. There are a couple of real leaders in our faith community, Um, First Presbyterian, Nativity Lutheran, we have met with them to find out what they're doing and kind of get the lay of the land just to see how unity can, can bring our mission of expanding love, right, into this issue. Share, shining that light that Jane was speaking to 
in this issue that has just become ginormous in our region. It is really significant. Unity has a role to play there with keeping that high watch and with also acting on our fifth principle, which is action. It's right action. And so we don't yet know exactly what we're going to do. We don't yet know what we're even going to call this new thing we're hatching. It's going to kind of merge with earth care. But, but those of you who are interested, please see me after. Uh, we're going to pull it together, and, and you, you all, those of us who get together, can figure out what we're going to call it and what we're going to do with it. So it's just a way for us to step into a more active role initially in supporting people in finding that home internally and externally. Yay. So the people, so the people online can hear me. That's right. I know we always got to make sure because there are people watching online. Um, but Jim, want for the men's group, he's not going to make you guys do work next time. <laughs> he's not going to make you move rocks or dig a ditch or anything like that. He's just—it's just going to become and share and enjoy. One right? One more load. One more. I'm just load. throwing that out. <laughs> yeah. No water yet, though. But right. Oh, water's just not flowing. Okay. But that's coming soon. I want to say thank you, Soulshine. Thank you, Jane. Thank you, Nolan. Thank you, Nate and Kevin. And thank you, Mita. Hi, Mita. Very good. I want to say the prayer of protection. Awesome. All right. Light of God surrounds me. Light of of God. Light of of God God holds me. I am the love of God. God God protects me. I am the power of God. The presence of God watches over me. I am the presence of God. Let's go. 